Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancerscreeninfo.com. Hello and welcome to Learn English Vocabulary. My name is Jack and I'm making this podcast for you to learn or revise English vocabulary. You can find a transcript of this podcast on learnenglishvocabulary.co.uk. There's a page for this podcast with the transcript an activity and a task for you to do in the comments section. Today, I'm going to talk about adjectives that you can use to describe people. This is an A2 podcast, so all the language will be suitable for pre-intermediate learners, but I will include a couple of more advanced bits of vocabulary and for more advanced learners, it should still be good revision. I'm only interested in adjectives that you can use to describe a person's appearance today. And I'm only looking at two qualities, height and width. I'm going to use a technique that English teachers love when presenting vocabulary. You see, we English teachers can't resist a cline. A cline is like a language scale, so... For adjectives, you would start with an extreme adjective and then move to less extreme, through to the opposite, and then the extreme opposite. The most obvious example is to talk about temperature. You might start at freezing and then say icy, cold, chilly, nippy, mild, warm, hot, sweltering, boiling. Today I'm going to look at two clines for adjectives that you can use to describe people's height and their width. Some of the language I'm going to use will not be very polite, not the sort of thing you should say to a person as it might upset them. I'll let you know as we go. Let's start with the most controversial attribute. Width or girth. Um, size. This is a really useful quality to describe if you want to identify someone to a friend or the police, but not something you really want to say directly to someone. I'm going to assume that you all know thin and fat. Now I need to start with an extreme adjective. The most extreme adjective you can use to talk about someone who's really thin is skeletal. This means like a skeleton 
and is not a healthy description. Next on the scale is skinny. This adjective emphasises that all a person has around their skeleton is skin. My grandmother used to say, Come and have something to eat. You're all skin and bones. All skin and bones. I don't think that was ever really true for me, but these things are relative and my grandmother was never happier than when she was feeding people. The next adjective is thin. This is a neutral adjective. It doesn't mean attractive. If you are thin, but in an attractive way, you could be described as slim. Sometimes some clothes can make you look slimmer than you are. These clothes can be called slimming. Donald Trump thinks that wearing a really long tie is slimming. The next adjective is athletic, though you can only use this as part of a compound phrase. You can say that someone has an athletic build. This is used when a person is a bit bigger, but they are more muscular than fat. People generally look the healthiest when they have an athletic build. The next adjective is well-built, and this implies that a person has a solid build. If you use this to describe a woman, it can mean solid and muscular with bigger legs and hips, but it's often used as a polite way to say that a woman is much bigger than well-built. Well-built for a man implies a strong-looking physical build. I think that people are quite happy to be described as slim, with an athletic build and well-built, but the following adjectives are less complimentary. The next adjective on the cline is chubby. This is often used to describe babies or children that are a bit fat but who are still cute. Both of my boys were very chubby little babies. I'm not sure it's cute for adults. The next adjective on the cline is overweight. This means that a person is fat but it's quite a neutral term. You'd use this to describe someone who is fat, but not so fat that it's the first thing you'd say. So you might say, he's tall and overweight. Now we come to fat. This is a pretty negative adjective, and normally I think people would only use it if it's the first adjective that comes to mind when you describe someone. So, in the last example, I said he's tall and overweight. If you describe someone as fat, you'd say he's fat and tall. If you want to point out someone in a crowd and use the word fat, that has to be the defining characteristic. The last word on this scale is obese. This is a medical term that means unhealthily fat. The noun form, obesity, is used in the news to talk about people who are so overweight it's a health concern and something that politicians worry about. The size weight cline then starts at skeletal and then we can say skinny, thin, slim, an athletic build, well-built, chubby, overweight, fat and obese. Now I'm going to talk about a less controversial list, height. 
I'm going to start by assuming you know tall and short. I think that the most extreme adjective we use normally to talk about people who are really short is tiny. It's not really a very positive adjective for men or women. Another adjective that means the same thing is diminutive. This is not quite as common and is quite an advanced level word, but I quite like it. The next word, slightly larger than tiny or diminutive, is little. Normally we would use little with quite or very. She's quite little. He's very little. I think small comes next, although this is my opinion. Little and small are very similar in meaning. Small feels slightly larger than little to me, but you could get different answers from different teachers. Next comes short. This is straightforward. It's not extreme. You might say someone is quite short or very short, but it might not be the first thing you'd say to describe someone. The next word is average. This means that a person is not tall or short, but they are close to the middle on the height scale. You can say things like slightly shorter than average or slightly taller than average to indicate that a person is just a little bit short or tall. Next, we have tall. This is straightforward. Now, if a person is tall and thin, they might be described as lanky. This is not a positive adjective. It's used to describe someone who is a bit too tall and who looks like they're not fully in control of their body. It's often used by short men who are insecure about their height. Look at you, lanky so-and-so. If someone is extremely tall, you can describe them as towering. This isn't very common and is related to tower over, meaning to be much taller. So you might hear, Jenny is very tall for her age. She towers over her classmates. To review this line, we started at tiny, and then it was diminutive, then little, small, short, shorter than average, average, taller than average, tall, lanky and towering. The next time I look at adjectives to describe people, I'm going to look at another Klein and it will be the ugly to beautiful Klein, which has lots of colourful vocabulary. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please leave me a comment or a review and don't forget that you can read the transcript for this podcast and complete some language activities on learnenglishvocabulary.co.uk. Thanks for listening. Be the candidate investment firms are looking to hire. Become a CFA charter holder. Stand out for having the skills to thrive in the competitive investment industry. Visit cfainstitute.org learn to find out more about the level one CFA exam. 
More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancerscreeninfo.com. Com.